You're listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Produced by Radio Mankato with your host, Historical Society Executive Director Jessica Potter. And now, Surrounded by History. Hello and welcome to Surrounded by History. I'm your host, Jessica Potter, with the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Joining me today is Jeff Lang with Radio Mankato. Every week, this program explores the history all around us, the history in plain sight. For this next few segments of Surrounded by History, we will dig into the history, the stories behind some of our prominent historic buildings. Over the years, the Historical Society has collaborated with the City of Mankato to create a heritage plaque program that places green, cast-iron historic plaques around the community, highlighting our local historic places. There are currently 18 heritage plaques installed around Mankato at historic buildings and homes and some of our city parks. Today, we hope you will enjoy being surrounded by the history of First Presbyterian Church. The First Presbyterian Church is located in downtown Mankato on the corner of Hickory and Broad Streets. The First Presbyterian Church of Mankato can trace its roots back to some of the very early days of Mankato. The first church building was held in a log structure in 1855 a building that served as both a school and a worship space for several congregations. In 1863, the Presbyterians began work on a building of their own. They built a built brick, haha, tongue twister there. They built a brick structure on the corner diagonally across the street from the present day church. So today, that would be where the security apartment building stands. Okay. Okay. They held their first service in this brick church in 1864 and dedicated the building the following year. When the congregation outgrew their original brick building in the 1890s, they hired a Minneapolis architect named Warren H. Haynes, who designed a grand building in the Richardson Romanesque style using local limestone. Now, it's a lot of big, crazy words there, <laughs> but it's basically an architectural style of the time. They purchased the present-day location on the corners of Hickory and Broad Streets and began work on their new building in 1893. They held their first services in this new building in December of 1894 and formally dedicated the building in 1896. So it was very interesting. The architect, Haynes, designed the building using the Akron plan, which means nothing to me. But what it (laughs) means is... um, classrooms radiated out from the main sanctuary. Um, and if you ever have been inside of Presbyterian First Presbyterian Church, you've seen this, how they've got this this kind of a almost a, a, a amphitheater style into their really? sanctuary I area. Inside there, I, yeah, it's stunning. Maybe. stunning. I'd love to look around. It's stunning. And so the it's kind of all centered in the classrooms radiated off from the main sanctuary. Partitions could be removed from smaller rooms to create larger works, worship spaces. Well, over the years, um, that has been separated into the classrooms have been separated from the sanctuary, so that's been changed. But that was the original design 
design the way it was laid out. Um, the buildings also changed several times, both internally and externally. In 1927, they added the addition onto the back of the church, and um, and you can see that. That's just, that's a visible um, addition that's been added on. And then the church also added a chapel in 1959. So they've had some changes. But this incredible building was put on the National Register of Historic Places in 1980, and it was a lo- locally designated as a Mankato Heritage Preservation Landmark in 2010. So all very interesting, normal, everyday architecture stuff about this building. Um, So I want to tell you about something a little bit unique that you probably don't realize about this building. Um, So through the years, ladies' societies... um, greatly assisted the church. There were very common um, for ladies groups to come together in the 1850s, uh, really till present, that would come together, that would um, have a social cause, and they'd work behind. So um, the Presbyterian Church had this same type of group, and it was known as the early version was known as the Ladies Sewing Sociable. <laughs> Okay, so um, you remember, think about 1860s, 1850s. Um, Mankato is just a new town. We were founded in 1852, um, and so it's still a brand new town. Ready-made clothing is not an option. You can't just go down to the local store and buy a new sweatshirt. Right. Or There's, anything. No JC Penney's yet. There's no JC Penney. Um, not yet. <laughs> you got me on that one because I'm like, mm, they are pretty early. But um, anyway, um, so really, they you you have you're doing a lot of buying your clothing. Um, so these resourceful women would sew items such as underclothing, socks, and mittens, and that was used to raise money for the church. Um, they made a very notable gift to the church through their sale of of these goods, and that was a church bell to the First Presbyterian Church. So the congregation purchased this bell in 1857, okay, five years after Mankato is a town. They purchased a church bell in, uh, for $300. Um, as there wasn't a church structure yet, remember, this is before, say, yep, before anything's been built. Yep, before anything's been built. Um, they just have this log schoolhouse. They hung this church bell on a wooden frame outside the schoolhouse, and both the church and the city used the bell. The bell was first used as a community bell. It served as a fire alarm, announced the arrival of steamboats, the opening of court, the call of political or military meetings. Um, most notably, it rang at the end of World War One and World War Two. Um, each time that the Presbyterian Church moved to a different location from their log building to the brick to their stone building today, um, the bell went along with them. And today, that 1857 bell is in the corner tower of the present 1896 church building. No way. It is. It is that there. That is really cool. It is there, and it serves as a link between today and the first decade of settlement in Mankato. Um, so that bell rang all of those different times, and it still rings for special occasions, and it rang on November 11th, 2018 to mark the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One. That's incredible. So there was just recently we were able to hear that bell ring in our community. That It's incredible to think about the bell that's ringing being over 100 years old. Being over 150 years 150 old. 150 years old, yes. And like, and like 
it still works. Everything's we don't make stuff like that anymore. First of all, exactly. And even though even all that, it's withstand the test uh-huh. all that time, and it still gets used, but only for very important situations. Yeah, yeah. that that is incredible. I mean, because just imagine somebody saying, "Eh, what do we need this old bell for?" Well, <laughs> you're talking about the scrap, the scrapping, the metal scrapping. How does that exactly. get spared? Exactly. I mean, after all that, do you think somebody'd be like, "Oh, let's get rid of this bell"? Yeah, they we could contribute we get, it we for the drive. Kid to go yell down the street. <laughs> or after, you know, the modern technologies come into play. And right. hey, we don't need a city bell anymore for things. That's right. That's incredible. So it is still there, which I think is just mind boggling. Just the fact that it's there and you can see it. Yeah. And it's that old. How many things can you see in town that are that old? Yeah. I mean, the building itself, when it stands, when you look at it, especially when you're driving, you never really catch it. Right. But when you're right. looking for it and you're walking down there. Yeah. You're like, that building stands out because of how old it is and right. how different it is. Right. And, and to know that the bell, the bell is 1857, and the church building that it currently sits in wasn't built until 1896. Right, right. I mean, the bell is older than the building. So just really mind-boggling. So I want to also, so we know about this this Ladies' Aid Society um, is the best way to kind of generalize these groups at the time. But there's another um, women's group that has to do a lot with, with the preservation and the recognition of the historical significance of this particular bell. And so I want to tell you a little bit more about the Daughters of the American Revolution. And right here in Mankato, we have a local chapter of the DAR, and it's called the Anthony Wayne Chapter. So the D, the National Society of Daughters of the American Revolution was founded in 1890, and the Anthony Wayne chapter here in Mankato was founded in 1899. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. So um, our local chapter is one of 22 chapters in the state of Minnesota. Um, across the um, world, there are 3,000 chapters, and there's over eight, 185,000 185, big number. <laughs> Members, um, a worldwide. Um, the DAR is one of the world's largest and most active service organizations. So I knew that they had a little bit to do with the um, the bell at First Presbyterian Church, but I really didn't know what the DAR did. Right. Um, I, I know there's a lot of um, people it, locally who are members of the DAR, and they've been able to prove their ancestry back to the patriots who won the American Re- uh, independence during the Revolutionary War. So I knew that piece of it, but I really didn't know what the purpose of the group was. So the the DAR it was created to promote historic preservation, education, and patriotism. So that's what their their um, purpose is. So locally, the, um, our local chapter was instrumental in organizing the first chapter of the American Red Cross in this area in 1917. Now, I think in a previous podcast, we might have talked about another woman who was involved in the American Red Cross locally, and that was Dr. Helen Hughes-Hilsher. So the DAR, um, Dr. Helen, and all of these incredible women really came together to start the American Red Cross during World War I. Um, During World War II, this local chapter um, was the leading Mankato women's organization involved in the USO drive. So that was helping, um, again, helping the the troops overseas. Um, In 1926, 
the chapter put a – they started in 1926 by putting bronze plaques in different historical places around the county. Um, the first one they put up was a plaque marking the site of Fort LaHillier, which is out kind of um, – the best way for me to describe it, because yeah, I can't think of roads right now, but the best way to describe it is kind of out by Mount Cato. Okay. Um, and out um, – I mean, 90, I want to say, and I could be way wrong. Is it, and, is it near the bike path at all? I think it is. Um, and I could picture it in my head. And I know there's somebody listening and they're like, that's nah, not where it's located. So you just know that I agree with you. <laughs> um, so and then in 1927, a year later, they marked the site for the first log school in Mankato with a plaque. And then where's that one at? That one, it should. Well, you know, I don't know where that one is. Actually, I haven't seen it, but I'm curious that it could be um, on the grounds of the Union School. Okay. So I would be curious to know if there is a plaque at the Union School. I might have to go walk around Union School to see if that's where it's at. Um, Or it may not have survived knowing that it was put up in 1927. True. Um, 1958 is when the chapter placed a bronze marker at First Presbyterian Church to honor its original town bell from 1857. So um, they have been working recently, the DAR, to... um, to, to clean up that plaque, to shine it up, mm-hmm. and to bring a little bit more attention to this bell and the work that they've been doing. So even recently, they are still acknowledging these different sites that they have markers. It's kind of fun to think about them in 1926, by the way. Let's put some plaques up for historical markers. I know. And, and I mean, Grant, there's a lot of history already been done. But it's like 1926, and it's like, oh, that that that's history still. Like, right, right. It was history to them at that time, and 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 just thinking about what it means to us today, right. it's pretty remarkable. So the DAR, the local chapter of the DAR today, continues um, to do these different these different things throughout our community. Um, they annually give awards of Medal of Honor to outstanding ROTC cadets sorry, at the Minnesota State University of Mankato. Um, they participate in veterans recognition events. Um, I know they're really big on Constitution Day. They do a lot to promote that. Um, chapter takes part in historical pageants, parades, assists in citizenship classes. They prevent present flags and documents to schools, they conduct history essay contests, and they recognize outstanding teachers of American history. So I just wanted to take a little side trip there and talk about some of these different women's groups that really um, did some some really monumental things within our own community, and one being those very early lady aid societies, those ladies groups that they... um, you know, going back, think 1857. I know we got to put our way back hat on. <laughs> but we go back to that. You know, I mean, women's women's roles in the community was really to be to be home, to be quiet. Um, but they they came together as a group um, and they made things happen within our communities. And to me, when I look back, these ladies AIDS groups and the DAR, these were the livability committees, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Okay. They were working to make our community better one little tiny thing at a time. And so these all these little things just added up to make for a better place to live for all of us. And and they planted these seeds and, and built up these opportunities for our community to grow and be just be what it is today. And so I, I just wanted to 
acknowledge that we've had this this track record, if you want to call this history of these significant women's groups that have made our community what it is, continue to serve in our community. The, the DAR chapter starting locally here in 1899 is still a very active group. Um, think about that. Think about those different um, those different groups and those different things. And this is the part that I geek out about, the history in plain sight. The 1857 town bell. The fact that it's there. It's been there for 150 years plus. It still stands at First Presbyterian now, Church. That brick building that's across, that's not the, you said it was right across from there. Kitty Corner across. Kitty Corner. That's not the same building, though. So, no, they didn't build that building. So they're little, because it is a brick building. You're right. Yeah. So the security apartment building was built later. Okay. Um, so, but they, on that piece of land, they would have had That's their first brick church. Okay. Their, their, I thought I'd just check to see that. Yeah. That building's brick as well. It, looks it is. Older, so. It is. It is. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, in, and they went into their current location that is in 1896. And they still stand, and they still have worship services, and they're very active in our community. I love and how the church is built, too, because it's just right on the road. Yeah. So you have to park on the street. You get to walk along the <laughs> sidewalk to go in. It just it just feels like it's almost out of a movie, like you yeah. would see people going to church in a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no big parking lots. Yeah, it's different from the church I went to with a giant parking lot in the back. It's already parked to go mm-hmm. in. And I, I don't know. It's just it's incredible cool to see that. How old that building is, and then once again the bell has just been there before that. That's yeah, such a long time. It is. It's pretty cool. So this is one of our many spots within our community where you can see a heritage plaque. You can start to see the history right in plain sight that you probably have walked past or driven past and didn't even notice. Um, so when you are downtown and you're looking around, please um, stop by First Presbyterian Church. Look up, and you will see that 1857 bell. And uh, when was the courthouse built? You remember Court, offhand? Yep. The courthouse was built and opened in 1886. So that's before the the courthouse was built. Then yeah. Even. So yeah. just another thing to put in that. I'm trying to think of that time yeah. frame, the footprint of that area. Oh, yeah. Well, you no. know, and the courthouse just up the road, but wasn't Not, even there yet. Wasn't even there yet. The courthouse would have just been a wood structure. Right. Where land of deeds would have been. That would have been it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, really, the town is five years old. That's incredible. The town is five years old, and there's a church bell or a town bell. I mean, it, right. it is. You just put it in that context, and it's pretty crazy. So we sure hope, as much as we have enjoyed today, <laughs> um, really putting on our Way Back When hat, um, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. If we explored the history of the building of First Presbyterian Church, the history of this prominent historic building in our downtown, but also the home of the first town bell. Um, we also took a little side road trip down and talked about some of the women's groups that have served our community, continue to serve our community in so many different ways to make it livable and a, and a great place to call home. Um, all of the information we share today comes from the archives of the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Until next time, we hope you see the history that surrounds you. You've been listening to Surrounded by History, a podcast from the Blue Earth County Historical Society, produced by Radio Mankato. For more information on this and other topics, visit BlueEarthCountyHistory.com or stop by the Blue Earth County History Center at 424 Warren Street in Mankato. Thanks for listening to Surrounded by History.